It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor, here to help you with your car problems on this well, kind of weird, weird weather week, I guess, where, uh, you know, we're seeing cloudy and overcast. Uh, uh, Mark Rosenthal says it's going to be 85 by Friday. It's going to be 30 at night. The weather's just weird. Uh, Biff and I were talking before the program started about... Uh, how we used to love spring as kids, and spring seems to have vanished now. It's sort of, it's sort of winter, sort of summer, sort of, I guess, and hardly spring anymore. But, uh, but it still is, you know, according to the calendar, it's, it's, uh, it's May seventh, and it's uh, a good time to think about maybe starting to do some car shopping. And with us on the phone is Kyle Brower. He is the executive analyst for IC Cars. Uh, Carl's a car guy that's been around and, and knows his cars. And um, I thought we'd talk about uh, IC Cars just came out with some of the hottest selling cars. Carl, good morning, and thanks for coming back to the Car Doctor program. Hey, good morning. Great being on with you. Well, uh, you know, they, it's, it's car shopping season for a lot of people. Um, car sales have been weird, to say the least, I guess, with COVID, uh, when COVID first started, used car prices kind of went in the tank, and then used car prices went up. And I know reading your stuff from IC Cars, there, you know, we've seen a thirty percent increase in uh, used car prices. Although I just read yesterday, I think that we're starting to see those that price start to come down. Have you have you started to see that? Have you started to see the used car prices market start to settle in a little bit? I think settle in is a good word. I would say stabilize. Um, and unfortunately, it's stabilizing at a much higher level than it was, you know, 13, 14 months ago. Um, but, you know, the last like four or five months, you look at the average used car price across the country and it's a roughly 35,000, 34,500, 34.5. And, you know, for a long time, it was just going up and up and up. And, you know, once you get around to a year plus of high prices, your year over year starts to not go up as much because it was already high a year ago. Um, so we're not seeing the same increases every month, but we're still seeing a higher, much higher price than just over a year ago. Yeah. And, and what are we starting to see for, um, you know, when it comes, when it comes to, prices in general but what are we starting to see for some of the hot cars that are selling now i i think i remember seeing um in your information out the honda crv is still one of the the most popular uh used cars out there right yeah that's the fastest selling new car and when you think about it it's kind of at that perfect spot in today's world it's an suv which everyone likes honda is of course a pretty popular brand and it's relatively small and fuel efficient which for obvious reasons, have become much more important in the last three, four, or five months. Now, um, you're out in the West Coast, right? Yes, Southern California. Yeah, and and what are what are gas prices like out there? Speaking of fuel uh, efficiency, 
you make me think of that on a nice Saturday morning. Uh, they're they're around six dollars. You know, if you if you're paying premium, depending on where you're shopping, you can pay six twenty, six thirty. I think I've paid in the past month. Um, if you're not doing premium, you might get away with five eighty, five ninety. And I thought the prices around here were expensive. At you know four four twenty five or four thirty, I guess you'd you'd think that was that was great prices. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. in Texas earlier this week on a press uh, trip, and I saw, I think I saw somewhere three twenty nine or three thirty, and I was just like, oh man. That'd be nice. The good old, the good old days, yeah. And one of the, yeah. you know, it, you know, as people look at these high gas prices, electric vehicles continue to be popular. And is there one or two electric vehicles that really stand out as um, some of the fastest selling vehicles? On the used side, the fastest selling vehicle is the Tesla Model X, which is kind of crazy when you think about it because it's a ninety thousand dollar car uh, on average on the used yeah. market. But, but, you know, Honda Insight and then the Hyundai, Hyundai Ionic Hybrid are right behind it, and then the Model Y. Uh, and awesome. then fifth is Toyota Prius Prime. So you've got pure alternative fuel vehicles, either pure electrics or hybrids, on the first five slots. And I was looking at, I was looking at the fastest-selling new vehicles and the Genesis GV70, uh, which is which they did a really nice job on that vehicle. Um, it, it sells pretty sells pretty quickly these days, huh? Yeah, that's really well done. Uh, you know, Genesis, I just feel like they have turned it up another notch, and they were already doing pretty well. But last one, two years, everything rolling out of there, the looks, the, the capabilities, the technology, and still the value pricing, they just that brand is doing extremely well right now. And the other one that almost surprises me, because I didn't think anybody bought sedans anymore, but the number five vehicle on the list was the Toyota Camry. It sells it sells in 15 days for an average of almost $32,000. And just when you think nobody's really buying sedans, the Camry's doing really well. Yeah, and, you know, that, again, I think that points to the more recent shift uh, with the higher, not just car prices, but gas prices. I think you have a certain amount of people who are like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with what I know. And kind of like the CRV, which is the top of the new car list for sales, um, the Camry is very universally capable. You know, it isn't an SUV, but it's roomy, it's pretty comfortable, almost luxurious, and it gets pretty good gas mileage. Yeah, absolutely. And the one that uh, slots in a couple under that is the um, the Ford Maverick, which I'm starting to see on the road right now. And when I see it, when I see somebody who has one, I always kind of stop and ask them what they think of it, and First off, they tell me that it was it was worth waiting for, and it was the best value of a vehicle they bought in a long time. Yeah, you can talk about being in a sweet spot. I mean, the price for that vehicle, you know, the starting price theoretically at twenty thousand dollars for the base base version, which is a hybrid, which gets over forty mpg in the city, and it's a pickup truck. Uh, you know, that's a rare but desirable combination of traits and features. Uh, but they did sell out quickly, as you mentioned. They stopped taking orders for them, uh, especially the hybrid one, and now I think even the non-hybrid one. So there's plenty of demand, not as much supply like so many cars now, but that's a fabulous car on on multiple levels. It really serves a lot of needs across a wide range. And I'm going to try to pick your brain a little bit, and I'm not sure you can comment, but were you were you out at the Lightning intro? I was. That's where I was yeah, earlier can, this week in San Antonio. Can you, can, you talk, can, can you talk about it? 
Uh, I can talk about everything except driving impressions, but I can certainly talk <laughs> about like its general demeanor and, uh, yeah. and its design philosophy. Um, it, it's it's still it's still an F one fifty, right? It's still it's still a pickup truck. It still does everything a pickup truck's supposed to do, right? Yeah, that's and I think you know that's probably its single biggest advantage is that all the things that that make the F-150 the best-selling vehicle and having been the best-selling vehicle for over four decades now, a lot of that transfers to this vehicle, whether it's the pent-up, built-up comfort and, and demand that, that anything that says F on it, Ford F-Series on yep. it, sells well. Uh, but then, like, the dimensions of it are identical. You know, the, the wheelbase and the track and the, the, the bed, all the dimensions are identical to an F-150. And, you know, John, there might be one or two... Uh, uh, accessories out there for the F one fifty, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I think, that, I now think there's all at those least two. Yeah, can work on the electric version too. Yeah, it it looks it looks to be. Um, you know, I saw it as a static display about a year ago out here in New England. They brought it out to the New England Motor Press Association, and it was pretty impressive looking. And and the various features that that were there with it uh, were equally impressive. And uh, from what I understand, um, like you said, you can't really talk about driving impressions yet, but uh, I, from what everyone kind of hints around at, it will not disappoint people. Yeah, and, you, and again, the things they've already released, you know, the, the range, even the base model gets, you know, I believe it's 230 for its range. Yep. Uh, that's right around $40,000 before you get any tax benefit. In California, you'd get the $7,500 federal and $2,500 state, so you'd lose 10000 off that. Um, and you know, the horsepower figures, I'm pretty sure have been out there too. You know, it's really yeah. quick, like most electric vehicles. So you just, you're, you're, you're getting an electric version of a very well-known vehicle and, you know, 775 pound feet of torque. It's the highest torque rating that an F-150 has ever had. Uh, so a lot of vehicle for that kind of money and, um, a lot of advanced technology. And, you know, some people will say that they would rather buy an electric vehicle from a car company rather than a tech company and you know they're taking you know aim at either you know tesla or maybe maybe rivian um but the idea of buying a truck from a truck company i think has a certain appeal to a lot of people now you're 100 percent right and one of the kind of the mantras i've been saying really ever since they showed it off like you said last year and you kind of knew its basic specs i felt like there was a big kind of unhappy sigh from a lot of the startups, whether it's Rivian or even Tesla's Cybertruck, and of course I'm not sure what the status is of Lordstown or Nikola anymore when they were supposed to be yeah. making trucks. But, but you know, I think a lot of people thought, well, Ford's just going to put a battery in the F-150, and they did not just put a battery in the F-150. They came out with a bunch of features that no other truck has ever offered, so it's very innovative. And so that's all the things that you thought the small companies would have an advantage on, would be making the truck more innovative and interesting and all that. But we all know that the traditional automakers have the clear advantage on dealer network, uh, volume production, global supply chain uh, status and all. So I don't want to say it's easy to make, you know, a, a brand new truck from scratch like a Rivian. It's, it's not. That's not easy. But relative to having an established global network, selling hundreds of thousands, producing, selling hundreds of thousands of vehicles a year, uh, and having the kind of retail support post-purchase that you can get, uh, that's much more difficult even than making a brand new truck from scratch that's impressive and Ford has all of that going for it. Plus the F-150, which again, even without knowing driving impressions, you know has a lot of desirable traits. 
yeah, absolutely. Now back to back to you know why we originally got you on the program, but you uh, you know you kind of tipped your head about the Texas trip, so I had I had to get a little bit of information out of that. the The Broncos sort of <laughs> surprises me that it actually. Um, takes about 20 days to sell considering the waiting list that people had to, to get the bronco it, it uh um the broncos the bronco's an interesting vehicle although i do feel um a little gaslit on the bronco i think when you know i heard about it for so long and by the time i finally drove it i'm like it's nice but i, I don't it wasn't i didn't think it was quite as quite as nice as i expected expected it to be or it was going to blow me away as much as i expected uh only because the hype that went up to it but uh still sells pretty quick and still sells at uh what the average transaction price of fifty one thousand five, right yeah still a, a powerful vehicle in terms of enhancing ford's image certainly uh there's quite a, a, a passionate following already for the vehicle going up against you know one of the most established models out there obviously the jeep yep. uh, wrangler it's is you know whether it's its resale value whether it's its own sales rate uh whether it's the size of the fan base that's a hugely powerful vehicle in the market and uh, the broncos going head to head with it um so i think ford did a lot of innovative things with the removable doors and uh you know the the way you can really like remake the car the removable roof all the things and then they kind of tweak things that the uh, uh, Jeep doesn't have like the trail turn assist, that technology. I don't know, John, how familiar you are, you know, where you can literally make the thing almost rotate almost on a 360 degree right in its place. It's great for going around like a sharp turn on an off-road course because it'll actually break the inside rear wheel and kind of drag the thing almost into a low-speed power slide to get around objects. So there's there's unique features to the Bronco that Jeep branch, the Jeep, sorry, Wrangler doesn't have. But um, it's still going up against a big icon and... Uh, and you know now the, now you get the big Hemi V8 in the Jeep. I think that was Jeep's counter move was off of that 392 uh, Hemi engine in the Jeep, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean it. You know whether you look at that or whether you look at the you know the the hybrid Jeep and you look at it and it's like you know they're trying to just. I think um, you know Jim Morrison, the head of Jeep, just kind of looks at it and says we're gonna we're gonna throw everything we have at it. If we can if we can make it into a Jeep, we're gonna make it into a Jeep, and and good for him because it it keeps the keeps the momentum going. And you know you know continuing down your list of you know both new and used vehicles, um, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised you know seeing Tesla you know under the used vehicle category, the X and then the S and the Model Three. Um, uh, but but I kind of wonder where are they? Where are these used car used Teslas that people are people are buying? Because you don't you don't see you don't see a lot of them. I guess they I guess they must just uh, change hands inside the Tesla dealerships, right? Yeah, and I mean if you're saying locally, it's funny you say that. I was just out last night did a very short run to go get some food for dinner, and just in the last you know twelve hours, I had one of those uh, you know man those things are everywhere. So out yeah. here in California and South Orange County, where I'm at and stuff, you know, you, you're waiting at a light and three in a row go by, you know, and a group of cars go by and all three of them are Teslas. And it's just like, wow, those things yeah. just have kind of become very dominant on the roads here. And I guess smart enough with Tesla is that they haven't made any huge design changes in the vehicle. So you don't, uh, you, you look at, you look at a Model S and you don't know if it's a year old car or, or a 10 year old car if you don't really know looking at it. And you know, that's, that that is kind of on the one hand you think people would not like that because it's like oh I want something that looks new and different 
But on the other hand, like you say, that really makes the used ones even more desirable. It's the same thing we were just talking about with the Jeep Wrangler. I mean, that, that car's always had this crazy resale value. And among the reasons why is that it kind of looks the same as it did, you know, certainly 10 or 15 years ago, really like 40 years ago. It hasn't, doesn't really look that different. Right. So it's hard to tell that you're buying an, a quote-unquote older one when they look just like the new ones. Tesla has played that same card now. The Model S is over 10 years old, but it really can't, you can't really tell that. If you see a 10-year-old one, you really won't know if it's old or brand new. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty. Uh, you know, either it was very shrewd marketing or not. I don't, you know, one or the other. I think it. When you kind of look at it, and you you wonder how that all works. You know, when we talk about IC cars, and and you know, before we let you go, let's talk a little bit about what IC cars is. IC cars is a first. It's a it's a it's a good place to go used car shopping it's also a good place to go dreaming sometimes if you're thinking about buying something and maybe maybe it's not quite in your budget but you just want to see what's out there um people can find out all kinds of information on the website right yeah i mean i think that's what a lot of people love about the site is that it's very good interface it's very easy to shop you know it's we're we are certainly not the only car listing site out there but between the dealer feeds uh that we've got that really kind of almost are like an umbrella effect we're we're not just getting the cars that some of the other big names are getting, but we're getting all of all of their cars in one location. Um, we're just I think we're better at pulling them all in from pretty much every feed. But then the interface and how easy it is to see the cars, see how good the deal is on the car versus other vehicles with the same you know make and model on the list. We'll just tell you right there on the page if it's a good deal or not a good deal uh, based on market prices. And then of course the ability to filter on all the traits that someone might want to filter on, you know, distance from their house you know, uh, fuel economy, miles that are on the odometer, on used cars, those kind of things. And then don't forget, too, all the non-listing elements that we've got, the resources, like this article we're discussing here. You know, it's easy to find out which cars are selling fast, which cars have gone up the most in value, which cities some of the most uh, higher-priced cars are in or not. We've got all that buying advice that's on top of the uh, actual listings. And uh, and the VIN research is is pretty interesting too, where you can kind of scan a VIN code and come up with some information as well, right? That's huge. That is huge, especially again if you're a used car shopper and you're trying to save money for versus buying new, but you want to know the history of the vehicle. And we have an extremely effective VIN report that it, it starts with the things you've heard of, like Carfax and an auto check, but then it goes a, a step beyond by providing even more info. Yeah, great, great stuff. And before we let you go, uh, chip shortage, are we starting to see an end to it yet, or is it going to continue on to 2023? I think we're in this for certainly another probably 6 to 12 months easily, uh, both in terms of the shortness of the supply and then the backlog of demand that is built up on the new and used car side. When people ask if price relief is going to come, I keep telling them, if all the production was normal tomorrow, we still wouldn't have price relief because we got a big backlog of demand that's got to get cleared out, and we won't have normal pricing or normal production tomorrow. We're not going to have normal production for probably six months, easy, could be 12 months. So I'm, I'm telling people 12 to 24 months in terms of the market going back to any kind of normal supply-demand balance. Uh, do you think MSRP, you know, which always was, you know, people always shopped, they looked at MSRP and always decided that it was going to be, you know, you could take, you know, whatever, 10, 15% off of that, you know, everybody went from dealer cost and went up. But do you think MSRP in the, you know, next few years is going to be really kind of the price the car settles in at now rather than negotiating from that? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. It used to be you negotiated either down from MSRP or up from invoice. Now yep. you're trying to negotiate 
not too far up from MSRP uh, because of the supply-demand curve. And I think, yes, we're going to be stuck in that position probably, yeah, yeah again, another 12 months plus. Do you, do you get a feeling from talking to the dealers that, well, I, I know, you know, dealers right now, even though they don't have a lot of inventory, they're doing pretty well profit-wise. But do you think we'll get to the point where, you know, sort of like the old Saturn model that, you know, the MSRP will be the price and that's the price and there'll be no negotiation up or down from that? I think we're heading toward that even without the market conditions. You know, yeah. I do think that people are getting less and less uh, patient with negotiating a price and more and more willing to just have a single price model that certain brands like Saturn had years ago and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, like you say, Tesla uses now and a lot of the newer brands like Tesla and Rivian, they just, it's like, this is the price. We don't negotiate. Yeah. I think that might start to migrate to more traditional brands because I think people prefer it. Carl, always a pleasure talking to you, always very informative, and uh, if it's a, a sunny day in Southern California, hopefully you'll uh, you know, dust off your car and take it out for a fun ride this morning. Yeah, I think that's the plan. The weather's supposed to be pretty nice this weekend, and uh going to get out there and drive a little bit and kind of unwind from the work week. There you go. Hey, Kyle, thanks for joining us on the Car Doctor program out here on the East Coast. Great being on with you as always, John. Take care of you. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Kyle Brower, executive analyst for iccars.com. If you're out car shopping, check it out. Uh, it's a great site. There's a lot of research done there. There's a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of tools you can use when you're car shopping, and it's a fun place just to look around. I, you know, I have no interest in buying a car right now, but I still check it out every once in a while, see what's out there, especially some of the little bit you know weirder stuff. Sometimes it's a fun place to look. Hey, we need to take a break, pay some bills. My name's John Paul. This is a Car Doctor program. You're listening on NorthShore1049.com or 104.9 FM. We'll be right back. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Express your love for the mother, grandmother, mother-to-be, or mother-in-law in your life this Sunday for Mother's Day. From fresh fruit arrangements to gourmet chocolate dipped fruit in a box, Edible Arrangements of Beverly, Peabody, and Lynn offer the perfect Mother's Day gift. The three Edible locations are open every day, and they'll deliver your Edible Arrangement on Sunday as well. Open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. For the perfect way to recognize the moms in your life, order your Edible Fruit Arrangement today at ediblearrangements.com. 
Zach Michaud here from Michaud Mitsubishi on 114 in Danvers. I'm here to let you know that Mitsubishi is back. All boats float in a rising tide and the tide is coming in. Ride the wave into our spring sales event. There's no risk. Come check out the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage starting at just 18.5 up to 55 miles per gallon. 10-year, 100,000 mile warranty. Remember, inventory is slim, so don't mess out while the sale event lasts. Check us out on MichaudMitsubishi.com. And now a small business setback, delivered by a kind French stranger. Uh, monsieur, there was an accident. The windshield of your catering van is, uh, how do you say, kaput? But Progressive has an extensive network of repair shops. Now, we think about the old days. Bravo Marin, Rivière de Guerre. When things go wrong with your small business, it's comforting to know you have Progressive Commercial. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Join me, Joe Piantanosio, on Mother's Day, this coming Sunday morning, 10 a.m., for Breaking Bread, when my guest will be the Commonwealth's gubernatorial lieutenant governor candidate, Leah Allen, and a mother and son team from Lily's Fresh Pasta, Lily and Antonio Delelio. That's Breaking Bread as we celebrate Mother's Day, Sunday morning, 10 a.m., right here on North Shore 104.9. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. If you'd like to join us, our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. And you can join us just like Robert in Tingsborough is joining us now. Robert, good morning. Good morning, John. Uh, yeah, the IC Cars guy, this is appropriate yep. what I have to talk about. Um, I, two weeks ago, I called you about you know prices on the used trucks. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, I, all I have to do is go into Tingsborough here get two lots. And I wrote down prices on a 2013 Ram, right, regular mm-hmm. cab, yep. short bed, 96,000 miles, $29,000 they went for it. Oof. <laughs> and a 2014, which had low mileage, less than half, at 45,000, yep. they went 30,000 for that. And then there was some other real bargains, a quad cab, so an extended cab, 2015, $28,000. A 2016 Rebel quad cab, 35000 And then the top one was a sport model 2018 with 46,000 miles on it, $40,000. I mean, <laughs> and they were offering me seventeen. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is, it's, um, it's pretty amazing, you know, the, the, you know, like um, Carl said, the average transaction price for a used car now is like thirty-seven grand, um, which is which is crazy because the average transaction for a, average transaction price for a used car three years ago was about just under nineteen thousand right. dollars. So you know, you know, used car prices, you know, you know, you said you know, used car prices are up thirty percent. Um, I read just the other day from someplace that. They said, "Oh, used car prices are starting to moderate. We're starting to see the prices come down." And I haven't seen it at all. So I no, was wondering. You know, like that's why I asked Carl the question. <laughs> um, you know, and the idea that 
you know, as we're paying, you know, you're paying twice as much to fill your tank in your in your truck that you that you did two years ago, you know, all of a sudden eats up some disposable income that you had that, you know, the idea of, you know, if gas was a dollar a gallon and you said, hey, you know, I can, you know, I've been saving up some money because I've been having spent as much on gas and, you know, I can afford a, price, a truck that's overpriced by fifteen or twenty thousand dollars because i'm not paying as much for gas but with people paying more for gas and then you add up you add up the additional cost for prices it's just i i don't know i don't you, you kind of wonder yeah, where it's all going to go I, I know i'm just glad you know my wife and i don't have a car payment or a mortgage payment so, right you know we're not too bad off it's ridiculous we're paying this price for food and gas and seeing dealers marking trucks up five to yeah. twenty five thousand yeah. dollars over sticker i mean come yeah. on yeah i mean the, you know the the hyundai palisade which is and the and the uh kia telluride which is everybody's favorite mid-size suv right now you know dealers were marking those up they were marking up the front wheel drive ones in maine ten thousand dollars so this was yeah. you know in a in a place where it snows more than it doesn't and you want yeah. a wheel drive <laughs> The front wheel drive ones were were ten grand over sticker price, and you kind of, and they had a waiting list. And if you wanted one, you had to put yeah, a non refundable like two thousand dollar deposit down because it was such a hot vehicle. It, it really it really is weird. And the, and the the thing that I think you know, and like I said, we don't we don't talk politics because I don't right. know anything about it. But the yeah. one thing I know about is I look at diesel prices right now at. You know, five fifty, six dollars a gallon, yeah, and I know pretty eight. much. You know, yeah, and I know pretty much everything that's on the table in front of me here probably get delivered by a truck that ran on diesel. Yeah, I mean, you've got yeah. ships, you've got trains, yeah, and you've got the trucks. They're all you've using got the trucks. Now, and other than other aircraft yeah, fuel, yeah, yeah, other than when that, you know, if it's a you know Amazon package. Or UPS package that ends up showing up at your house. Maybe those run on gas, but yeah. pretty much everything up to that point, they were coming by diesel. And exactly. you know, if yeah. if you know those diesel prices as they started to climb and climb and climb, it's got to affect how much everything costs. It has to. Yeah, it did. As a matter of fact, uh, last week because I didn't get the call, I was waiting for a delivery of mulch, and the place that I get it from, he doesn't charge delivery, and uh, you know, for local areas. Yeah. Well, he had to this year. Yeah, they charge thirty dollars for delivery because of the diesel yeah. fuel. Huh? Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's expensive out there. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the what the end what the end is at this point. You know, way beyond anything I can think of. I, you know, I, I you know, I'm not smart enough. You know, I'm smart enough to listen to uh, 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 Mr. Friedman when he gives financial advice on Sundays, but. I'm not smart enough to know how to invest in the stock market. I I look at the stock market and go, oh, it's it's a bunch of red numbers. That can't be good yeah, for my yeah, 401k. You know, good, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife so. complaining every day. Oh, we lost more money. Said, yeah, well, take it out. Yeah, it might, yeah. you know, not to be political, but it could be two and a half more years before anything straightens out. Uh, who know Who knows what the real <laughs> answer is? You know, and it's the the you know it's the whole world. You know, who knows? Yeah. Who, you know, the whole world seems crazy crazy all the time but yeah you're right when you you know your your little research when you went car shopping is pretty amazing and the other thing that's pretty amazing to me is um a hundred thousand mile truck is considered low miles you know it used to be when you know when i when i worked when i worked on cars and 
I, you know, I work for uh, kind of part time at night. I work for a used car dealer, and the hundred thousand mile cars were out behind the building somewhere because they weren't the front line cars. The front line no, cars, no, they 30, were 30, pretty 40. well wore out. Yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, nowadays and, two and three hundred, but still these trucks. And one with ninety six thousand, one with eighty eight thousand. You know, in their age, it's yeah, you know, yeah, no, pretty amazing. No, hey. no warranty. <laughs> I guess so. Hey, Robert, thanks for the call. You got it. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Always good to talk to Robert and our regular listeners who call in. Always enjoy talking to them and see what's what's going on in kind of their world as well as ours. And if you have a question about your car or things that you want to talk about, uh, if you follow me on Facebook, I've been trying to do a better job of posting my columns that uh, run in various publications. I just this morning posted the uh, New York Newsday one. I figured that's a good one to post because you know that we have we have a few listeners here and there that um, that uh, listen in New York and listen online. But uh, if you uh, want to follow me on Facebook, easy enough to find me. It's uh, Mr. John F. Paul on Facebook because John F. Paul was taken. So uh, you can find me there. And I also put some stuff on another page that's uh, John Knows Cars. If you just Facebook that, you'll find it. And, of course, the uh, podcast page, which is uh, the Car Doctor Radio podcast on Facebook as well. And you can find all of our past programs. Jimmy Carter is usually good enough to put up. He'll put up today's program on North Shore 1049's website, usually Monday afternoon. And uh, you can listen to it there, or you can go over and you can listen to it on, you know, any of the popular podcast sites, you know, Apple and all those all those podcast sites, wherever people listen to podcasts these days. But one of the questions that came up in the column was uh, someone wrote to me and said they were looking for an older, kind of an antique daily driver. And antique to me is kind of funny these days because the cars that I see with antique plates on them that are 25 years old still look fairly new to me. So it always seems funny when I see something like a, a 240Z or something that, uh, has an antique plate on it. I'm like, is that really an antique? But I guess technically it's 25 years old, so it is. But um, they said they were, they were looking for something that was sort of cool, less than $40,000, maybe a bit unique, and something they can drive, maybe take to car shows. And uh, they were thinking of maybe a classic pickup truck or you know maybe an El Camino. Um, and they also want space for their spouse and their dog. And... Uh, uh, you know, something that actually appealed to me, and I've seen a couple of times now, is some uh, early 60s station wagons. They're not selling for crazy money, but something like a Falcon wagon or a Chevy Nova wagon, you know, in, you know, pretty stock with the, you know, six-cylinder engine in them. Um, really easy to upgrade if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to put a bigger engine in it, you wanted to upgrade the brakes. Steering components are still very popular because those cars... They made a million of them. There's a million aftermarket. You never have to worry about, oh, I need ball joints for my 66 Nova. They're, they're easy to get. You can get them the next day. Pretty easy to do. Um, and and simple simple engine and transmissions, if you wanted to upgrade, if you wanted to change fuel injection, you know, change carburetor to fuel injection, I suppose you could do that. But uh, the carburetor systems work really well. Uh, you know, new carburetors aren't that expensive. And... Um, you know, I was looking at I was looking at one. It was a a Falcon wagon in Country Squire trim, which is not my favorite, but kind of unique though. And um, 
the one I looked at was uh, had uh, uh, an engine and transmission out of a Mustang, and it had disc brakes and it had air conditioning, and the owner purchased the car for about $35,000. So, you know, maybe it's gone up a little bit since then, but, uh, you know, fun little car, and uh, if you have the budget for something kind of fun like that, uh, might be kind of might be kind of nice to own. Hey, we need to take another break. Pay some bills if you would like to join us. Our phone number is eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine. And next week, I promise we are going to be doing trivia, and we'll give away a AAA membership. So stay tuned for that for next week. Uh, why don't we take that break? Pay those bills, and why don't you join us? Give us a call at eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine. You're listening to the Car Doctor program on North Shore one zero four nine. We'll be right back. is the North Shore's premium global real estate provider, representing buyers and sellers of fine properties right here at home. I'm Karen Hansen, licensed partner of Engel and Volkers by the Sea. These past two years have provided extraordinary and unusual opportunities for those looking to make a move. If your life is beckoning you towards a new adventure, we would be honored to assist. Cottager Castle, suburbs to the sea. There has never been a better time to live your luxury. Find us online at buythesea.evrealestate.com. DQ presents the sound of an all-star summer lineup. Leading off the promising rookie, new Oreo Dirt Pie. On deck, the fan-favorite Girl Scout Thin Mints. Summer standouts, drumstick with peanuts and cotton candy. And batting cleanup, it's you. With your red spoon and six summer blizzard flavors, official treat of MLB. All part of the new DQ all-star summer blizzard lineup. DQ, happy tastes good. Looking for a gift that mom will love? Make this Mother's Day special with a pink box of Crumble's famous cookies. No need to bake. Crumble Cookies has you covered with fun and delicious flavors your mom will love. Our gourmet cookies can be easily ordered on our app for curbside pickup. Try this week's flavors like pink velvet, lemon glaze, hazelnut mudslide, mango frozen yogurt, mom's recipe, and milk chocolate chip until Saturday only. Visit your North Shore Crumble stores in Saugus by Trader Joe's in Woburn Village in Woburn. And you can also order on the Crumble app today. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Mostly cloudy, windy, and cool today. It'll be near 50, but most of the rain should be well to our south. Mostly cloudy, windy, and cool overnight in the mid-40s. Tomorrow for Mother's Day, lots of clouds, maybe some brightening, but windy and cool, 48 to 54. Monday, breaking clouds, maybe some afternoon sun. Temperatures mostly in the 50s. Weather forecast being brought to you by Mariano Smith & Company. They're a boutique real estate firm representing buyers and sellers and offering investor and landlord services. Call 617-826-6681. For local North Shore, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. And 
Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 1049. Remember, the Car Doctor program is brought to you in part by AAA. If you want to join AAA, 1-800-JOIN-AAA. Go on AAA's website, AAA.com. Uh, go on AAA's website and find my stuff, too. You know, you can find uh, some of the things that I do on AAA's website. If you go to AAA.com slash Car Doctor, you'll find our stuff. If you're looking for a good repair shop, AAA.com slash Auto Repair, and you can find a AAA-approved auto repair shop near you. And, um, Biff, you had a question that came up during the break, something about gas apps? Yeah, I had a caller call in. I had a woman call in asking about, she wasn't sure, but she wanted to, she asked me to ask you if you knew if if there was a gas app that you could download. Uh, Something to do with Amazon where you can get money off gasoline, $90 off of gasoline. Do you you Hmm. have any feeling for that? Free gas right now would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, free free gas would be uh, would be great. Um, the the one that might have some sort of a deal is there's an app called Gas Buddy. Gas Buddy is uh, owned by uh, it's own it's owned by a, uh, a big company. It uh, originally was was on its own. Then it uh, then it eventually went to um, it went to a company called Opus, the Oil Price Information Service, and then that company got bought by um, that company got bought by a big uh, kind of financial analyst kind of company, I guess you would call it. But Gas Buddy might have they have they do have an app, but I don't see anything in their information about um, about a way to get like a you know Amazon points or cards or anything but uh gas buddy's one of the more popular ones and gas buddy is tied in with amazon these days so maybe there is maybe there is something in here uh, according to amazon it says gas buddy skill uses our community of millions of gas buddies to get you the most current information um but it doesn't say anything about uh, any kind of uh, free money free i don't see anything i don't see anything free so no free but, money, no sign of free money. No, yeah. no, 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 no free money, no free gas. So, but uh, but there, are, you know, there's always some. I mean, there's there's a couple stations that I go by and they have you know save you know ten or fifteen cents a gallon when you sign up for their app. Um, one of the Shell ones, I think, is that, and you know, AAA has you know AAA has a deal with um, with Shell where you can save some money. Uh, so there there is a little bit of there is little ways to save money. My credit card. Uh, before I turned it into one of those three, two, one cards, I could save a little bit on gas every time I filled up. Um, but that program, unfortunately, with that card went away. So I guess, there are some uh, apps uh, out there. Go and look. But uh, I, I guess another way, John, would be, and this would be include you, if you were very friendly with Ernie Bach Jr., you would probably not pay for your gas. Is he giving away free gas? Well, he already did. Yeah, he did. He didn't. did. Caused a scene. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah. that. that uh, I you know I kind of I mean great that he did that it, it was April Fuels Day correct correct that is correct um, yep that's right yeah and great great that he did that for people I I kind of wonder why though um because uh, yeah. he can because he can yeah, yeah I suppose yeah. that's that's good that's good reason mm. because uh, you know he really doesn't he doesn't really own his the dealerships with his name on it aren't really his anymore they're owned by somebody else other than the Ferrari dealership but yeah. Mm. Um, so it's not like you can say, you know, come on down to 
here unless it was part of a deal with the marketing of his old places. But I don't know. It was kind of an yes. interesting guy. I've met him a couple times. I've actually sat and talked with him for 15 or 20 minutes before. Um, he readily admits he's not the sharp, his quote, not mine, not the sharpest knife in the draw, but he tries <laughs> to hire smart people. There you go. Well, that's 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 smart. I mean, that's... Yeah. that's, that's... And, and, and he has jet. And he a has lot a of cars. Yes. Yeah, and he has a lot of cars. So, yeah. hey, speaking of people that don't have jets like me and you and Peter and Salem. Peter, Hello, John. Hello, Peter. Long time no speak. I know. <laughs> you got me interested in the affordable old cars. Um, <clears throat> the person that was looking for yeah. affordable old cars. Um, if I may recommend the. Uh, Fifty-nine sixty Etzels um, to that person because mm -hmm. uh, the fifty-nine Etzel was basically a, a Ford um, right. two ninety-two wide block, um, either a Fordomatic two-speed or a Cruisomatic three-speed. Parts readily available um, because it is a Ford, and yep. um, you can buy them from anywhere from a decent one from about let's say. Three or four grand up to ten, um, and <clears throat> the reaction at the car show that you'll get. There's no other car like it. Everyone has some kind of story about the Etzel or part of the history. Or, yeah, yeah. So um, you know the bang for the buck if if you want to enjoy a car and use it. Uh, that that would be one. A lot of the Etzel owners uh, throughout the country drive them. Uh, because they still are reasonable, and like I say, the parts are available. So, <clears throat> and and from the most part, I'm, I've only driven one Edsel once in my life, and if, just like every late fifties, early sixties cars, they feel pretty normal. You know, there's nothing. It's not like driving a. It's not like driving a 1925 something or other with mechanical brakes. They start, they stop, they steer, they ride nice. They're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> The fifty-eight, I, I I didn't include that in the list because those those seem to be going up astronomically in price, and you got to deal with the uh, electric push-button transmission right. known as the Teletouch, uh, which wasn't good when it was new, <laughs> so yeah. that that's a roadblock. But uh, the fifty-nine, um, geez, I, I I own the uh, the one that's now at the Row Hotel on right. that car. Yeah. I mean, I drove it for ten years without a problem, and I, I was just yeah. amazed, you know, how and good I, it I was. And I remember, I remember seeing that car probably when you first had it. Um, oh, okay. You drove it, you drove it up to Ford of Danvers. I remember seeing it, and that car was car was a beautiful car. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and uh, yeah. it's still kind of an un, unsung hero in the um, in the uh, old car world. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's limited, but. The reaction you get when you go to a show is just—I uh, mean, you can be sitting there next to a, uh, you know, an uh, early '60s vet. And no one's looking at the vet; they're looking at yeah. the Etzel and, and telling stories and you know yep. the history and all that good stuff. So that's my recommend. Is is, uh, is the is the Edsel wagon a value, or is that or is that kind of a collector's item? Um, you can still find a '59 wagon fairly reasonable Every, everyone kind of radiates towards the 58 the bermuda mm. wagon which was the yep. fancy one that with the wood and all that that's bringing premium money now but 
Um, the 59 and even the 60s, you can find them. Um, if, if I can throw out a website, uh, sure. um and uh, it's maintained by a guy named Bob Ellsworth, who, who does my newsletter with me for the New England chapter of the Etzel Owners yep. Club. And there's a, whole, there's a whole list of Etzels for sale on uh, very reasonable, you know. Yeah, it sounds sounds like a fun thing. Peter, always informative when we get to talk to you. Okay, John, very good. All right. Carry on with the good work you do. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Yep. Biff, where are we going now, my friend? Well, why don't we do this, John? Why don't we take our final break? All right. That sounds like a good idea. And then when we come back, uh, Jack is dying to talk to you. He's got some... Jack's Jack from Waltham. He's got some questions for you. Okay. Okay. So he's been waiting patiently. So why don't right, we take well, a quick break and then right, we'll come right. back? And, uh, he can he can maybe he can he can maybe have a cup of coffee or something while he's waiting. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got right to him. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe maybe you folks. I know it's a little later in the morning, but maybe time to refill your coffee cup while you're sitting here listening to the Car Doctor program. And uh, we'll be right back. You listen to the Car Doctor on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back. Carling Audette, owner and manager of Village Restaurant on Main Street in Essex. It's that time of year again to spoil your mom. This Mother's Day, starting at 11 a.m., Village Restaurant will be serving up all of mom's favorites, including a queen-size fisherman's platter and Bond's award-winning clam chowder. But don't stop there. Our Village Creamery is serving up scoops and smiles until 9 p.m. The Village Restaurant and Bar has been a local institution with friendly staff for over 65 years. Make this Mother's Day the best day. Reserve online or by phone. Details at wedidclams.com. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. Picking someone to clean your home is a big decision. Not all cleaning professionals are actually real pros. Made Pro Salem does things differently. Made Pros use brand name cleaning products that are child and pet friendly. If you are looking for a cleaner who really knows how to clean your home in Salem, Marblehead, Swampscott, Peabody, Danvers, Beverly, Wenham, Lynn, or Linfield, give Made Pro Salem a call at 978-741-7100. Call Made Pro when you are ready for a real pro. Visit madepro.com slash Salem. Mention you heard about Made Pro Salem on North Shore 1049 and receive 10% off a one time clean or $75 off when you schedule recurring cleanings. MadePro.com slash Salem. Mother's Day in the North Shore is brought to you in part by your Crumble stores in Saugus by Trader Joe's in Woburn Village in Woburn. Or order something today for your mom on the Crumble Cookies app. Welcome back. You know, I've heard, I've heard people say Biff is a sharp dressed man. Heard that. 
<laughs> Not too often, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, let's talk to Jack from Waltham. Jack, good morning. Hey, good morning, John Paul. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. And and I guess we also have to say happy Mother's Day to moms out there, right? Happy Happy Mother's Mother's Day. Day. Is it Mother's Day tomorrow? Yes, it is. All right. So happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, What's your thoughts about running passenger tires, uh, like higher than normal inflation, like at 32 pounds is the recommended. Let's say you're going to fill them to 40 pounds to get better gas mileage. Do you think that's uh, any problem with the tire? I wouldn't go over whatever the maximum is on the sidewall of the tire. So if the sidewall of the tire says 36, I wouldn't go over 36 because the tire is not made to run. Now, I'm not going to say no one's ever done it. I was talking to an engineer from Michelin, and he said with his own car, he runs about four pounds of air higher than whatever the manufacturer, you know, if the car says 32 in the front and 30 in the back, he runs 36 and, and you know, 34 in the back or something. And uh, he says, yeah, I know our tires can handle it. Now, I don't know that I would go up to 40. Now, I've been on a racetrack with regular passenger cars, and the first thing the, the crew did was pump all the tires up over, you know, to up around 40 pounds of air. Now, you know, that just, you know, keeps the tires from rolling, keeps the car a little bit more steady. But, you know, 40 pounds of air in a regular passenger tire is going to be, it's going to be a hard ride and you're going to wear out those, you're going to wear out the center of the tire. So I wouldn't go any higher than whatever the manufacturer said. If it, if, you know, on my car, for instance, um, the maximum inflation pressure on the tires is 36. On our other car, it's 42. And the other car is a small car, but the tires say you can put up to 42 pounds. I would never go up higher than that, though. I, I don't I don't think it's a good idea to go up higher than what the manufacturer said, unless you said to me, you know what, I'm putting my um, plow truck away from the winter for the winter. Uh, what should I do with the tires? And I tell you, yeah. You know, put 40 pounds of air in them. That way, when they sit all summer, you know, by the time you get back to it in the fall, they'll probably be down to where they should be. But as far as driving it with way over inflation, not a great idea. Yeah, I, I tend to overinflate it just because I think I'm going to get better gas mileage. I guess on the flip side, you don't want to have it underinflated because from my uh, learning that the uninflated tire gets overheated and can cause the tire to, you know, have yeah. a blowout. Yeah, what can happen? What happens with it's kind of funny. What happens with an underinflated tire? If you if you take a tire and put thirty five pounds of air and and drive a hundred miles at seventy miles an hour, when you check that tire, it might have thirty six or thirty seven, thirty eight pounds of air in it. If you took that same tire and only put twenty five pounds of air in it, drove that same hundred miles at seventy miles an hour, you check the tire pressure, it could have fifty or sixty pounds of air in it because all those molecules start moving back and forth really fast and can cause you know, cause the tire to actually overinflate and can give you a problem too. So, you know, the the other thing, you know, the other thing is, I mean, if you've ever you know, if you've ever used a wheelbarrow with a with a tire that you can put air in and you find out how much easier that wheelbarrow rolls when the tires 
properly inflated versus one that the tire's almost flat. You're like, you know, you're, you're moving a wheelbarrow full of bricks and you go, geez, this thing moves hard. You fill up the, you fill up the tire to the right amount. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, this rolls pretty easy. Same thing with your car. You, you inflate the tires to where they're supposed to be and maybe cheat a couple pounds and go a couple pounds higher. You are going to, you are going to make that vehicle roll easier. That easier roll gives you better gas mileage. Yeah, and I guess uninflated tires on, like, mobile homes, trailers, that's one of the biggest causes of blowouts on a trailer is the underinflated oh, yeah. tires oh, yeah. they get so yeah. hot. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons that we have tire pressure monitor systems in it, you know, was, um, you know, uh, all those Ford Explorers back 20 years ago that were blowing out the left rear tire, um, you know, they, they found out a lot of those tires were just all underinflated. People weren't checking them. And, you know, I think putting monitors in them, kind of a pain. But on the other hand, I guess if it saves tires from blowing out, I wouldn't be surprised if someday, you know, boat trailers and camping trailers and RVs all have tire pressure monitors in them because it's the same issue. People people just don't check them often enough. And it's simple enough, you know, a $5 tire gauge. And even if you can't find an air pump, you can buy, you know, I, I, have, I have a little air pump by that works company, WRRX, that uses the same 20-volt battery that everything else does. And it's, uh, you know, I go out, I set it on 36 pounds, I hook it up to my tire, thing shuts off when it hits 36, makes it nice and easy to keep the tires properly inflated. So, Okay, thank you very much. Happy okay. motoring. Happy motoring to you, Jack. Take care. So I just, I just read a little story about um, Buick is... Um, the Buick logo, apparently Buick decided after all these years they want to revamp their logo. And I, I, and I don't, don't know why, but Buick appears to be rearranging its little shields on its logo where um, they, they're going to align them horizontally instead of overlapping, which I don't quite understand why, and there's no ring around them. So um, it just looks weird. Uh, but Buick, because trademark filings are clearly done... In black and white, it's not clear whether the logo will remain uh, red, white, and blue color scheme. And it may just be a way that um, Buick's trademarking the new logo because the old logo maybe is maybe the trademark's expiring. Then they can re redo the old one. Sometimes there's a little bit of trickery in there at the same time. So a lot of things going on. Hey, it is, um, you know, tomorrow is Mother's Day. So... Uh, uh, you know, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And whether you're uh, a mother of a, of kids or a grandmother or mothers of pets, I suppose, too. There's those as well. So so happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And next week um, we will be talking about some of the new innovations coming up. We'll be doing that as well. So we'll do that coming up. Uh, but until next week. Make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It can save lives. Take care, everyone. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.